1: Hey, Stars fans,
2: it's Jeff K, public address announcer for your Dallas Stars, and you're listening to Starcastic Remarks, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Go Stars! Hello, guys, welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. And alongside Christian to my right, James to my left, my name is Ryan Chambers. We are the official Dallas Stars podcast of THPN. Go and use that promo code THPN the next time you go and use DraftKings Sportsbook. Maybe you can uh, put in a bet that Ryan Reeves will get thrown out of a game in game three as well. We'll see how that works out. Put in a bet for that and see how that goes. Anyways, guys, the Dallas Stars win game two and even the series at one by a final score of seven to three. There is a momentary moment. I couldn't think of another word. That nice. was great wording. Momentary yeah. moment. Great, great wording, Ryan, of scariness when it was four to three. And then after that, it was just Dallas all the way, guys. Uh, Fantastic game by the Dallas Stars tonight. What's your initial thoughts coming out of this game?
0: I mean, that's the exact response you have to have after losing game one at home. I mean, you need to go out the next game and you need to win it and then win it handily. And that's exactly what they did. I mean, seven to three, it was dominant the entire time. Like you said, the only really scary part of this game was those two back-to-back goals after probably the weakest call of the series so far. And, doesn't even matter. Stars respond right back to it and just great offensive game all around, especially by the depth scoring that we didn't get last night or the other game.
1: I'm not sure how much of it was depth because, uh, Hens scored three goals and Sagan true. got one and Ben got one on the first power play unit.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm but saying still- anyone not named Rope or robo that's depth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true.
2: Uh, I, I think the biggest thing about the game tonight is you have to talk about Robo Hands. You mm-hmm. absolutely, he, we, we talked about how Robo could be probably the biggest catalyst in the playoffs for the Dallas Stars. And he was very good tonight. Don't get me wrong, but he was quiet, but he was very good, but very quiet just because he wasn't scoring any goals. But I think he had ended the game with three assists tonight, right? Or at least two, two. Yeah. at least two, but still that's, that's really good for him. But Rope's hints seems to have that clutchness about him that Robo has in the regular season, and yeah. tonight, I mean, what I mean, what a great response by the Dallas Stars! But what an amazing, incredible response by the Dallas Stars' best player here tonight.
0: Yeah, I think that might have been Rope's hints best game of his career. I mean, given the circumstances in the playoffs, down one at home. I mean, hat trick for the cycle, shorthanded power play and even strength dude was out of his mind. One of his best games ever.
2: Makes me think about a long, long time ago when we were discussing rope hence and whether he could be the stars, you know, like superstar that the, the elite player that we've been missing since pretty much, I don't know, Brad Richards, when he had his 90 point season, uh, he, this could be it. And maybe he defines himself, maybe not necessarily in the points that he scores in the regular season, but maybe he does it in a different way. And he's just the guy of the playoffs. He's, he's, he's the guy. So, excellent game by Rope Hens again. And I want to get back to the second goal in particular, because I think it completely highlights how much of a 200 foot player he is. He did that all by himself. His second goal, or no, his first. Was it the second goal? No, yeah, it was the second that's goal. It was the breakaway because it, it was in the, in the defensive. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. It was in the defensive zone and he just picks a pass off and takes it the other way and deposits it in the back of the net. And that right there shows you his defensive awareness that we've been talking about for at least two years now. And, and then obviously his speed and his offense ability is there on display too, all in that one play. And I think that shows how important he really is for the Dallas Stars and how much of a two-way game he plays.
0: Absolutely. 100% agree. He was fantastic all night. I mean, we could talk about him the entire night because that's how good he was. He almost beat the Wild by himself.
2: <laughs> I want to get into a really big addition for the Dallas Stars. Well, two really big additions because they were both good tonight. Jim Nell is a genius. He goes out and gets Max Domi. And he gets out uh, Evgeny Dadonov. If getting Dodonov comes here, and he gets traded for Denis Girionov, who was doing nothing with the Stars. And he seems to be the perfect third person on that trio, on that Ben and Johnston line. Yeah. I mean, he just seems to fit. He gets two goals tonight. He probably could have had three. He had numerous other opportunities in the first period even. And uh, he, again, was a, a huge part of the Dallas Stars game tonight.
0: Absolutely agree. And especially... That second line really needed to step up after last game they had good chances last game but they didn't bury any of them so very huge for that line in general too to get going yeah especially since we lose kind of that second line that we want with pavelski being out it is great for them to step up step up to the to the challenge there yeah that that
1: that line honestly for me was more the story of the game than Rope by Hint scoring a hat trick i mean yeah Hint scoring a hat trick's great but that line looked Really good in, in the first game, honestly. They looked really good, and they got nothing. They didn't score anything. In this game, they come around, and they get two even-strength goals. They get the first two even-strength goals of the series for us.
0: Yep.
2: Before we go further on that, I want to talk about Domi, too, because something that – I mean, I was a little upset. I don't want to say upset. I was hoping for a little bit more offensive from him down the stretch at towards the end of the season. But what I've seen in the first two games – from max Domi is that he is absolutely perfect for the playoffs. He's got skill and he can probably pitch in a goal at a very key time for this team. But what's really showing right now is he's not willing to back down. I mean, he is keyword gritty for this team and we've needed another guy that can kind of bully the other team, just like Jamie Ben does. I think Domi has found a role with this team that I think he could thrive in. And, I mean, I know he gets sent off tonight on a, a game misconduct penalty, but he's he's been excellent for the stars and he's shown what he could do and why Jim Nill went out and got him in the first two games of the series so far.
0: Yeah, it's good stepping up by Domi and it there's no coincidence why he's getting the the match penalties. He's playing against the fourth line with Reeves on it. So obviously the we're going to play that big line, Domi Marchment and uh, DeLandria. And that's just what's going to end up happening. So he does it well. Um, I am going to bash a little bit. That line really needs to get scoring. I mean, if we're going to be the best team in the league, we're going to have to have three scoring lines, like we said. Even with Pavelski out, that line is still good enough to score goals. And they haven't been dangerous enough this series. Um, But I I think they can figure it out. And right now, if Domi is going to be distracting the entirety of the Minnesota Wild, I mean, that works too.
1: And and I think a lot of why that line has been so ineffective is because Marchment is still just coming back. He still looks. I agree. I mean, he his physical strength and ability is there. He he is not following plays well. He's not watching them develop. He's making bad passes. But without the puck, he's playing perfectly fine.
0: I agree.
2: That's that's fair. Okay, well, playing without the puck, I think he's doing really well, Marchment. But but the the other thing is you just can't get on that line because th- they. They finally get healthy. Yeah, they they get they finally get everybody back for game one. There's a there's I'm not gonna talk about it anymore. You can go read my blog about the dirty hit on Pavelski. But then Pavelski gets knocked out of the series for probably for sure. And then they have to rejuggle the lines and go back to plan B, which is basically what they were doing from the trade deadline on. And when we you had all four of those lines with everybody healthy, they looked completely unstoppable. The stars did, especially the forward grouping. So so I don't really blame Domi and I don't really blame Marchment much because they just haven't – Marchment's coming Agreed. back from an injury, like you said, and Domi has not had consistent line mates like Dodonov has or like Hintz uh, has. And it's 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 nice when you have somebody like Tyler Sagan just kind of, hey, here you go. <laughs> so it's yeah. the, he's a perfect guy to go in on that and, top line.
1: And Marchment's also getting his chances. So, like, I'm not too worried about it. As the series is going to move along, it's it's a problem early, but I think once he finally his his mind catches up to the game speed, he'll be perfectly fine. I think he's yeah. gonna start scoring again.
0: And I agree with that. That is definitely my nitpicky statement of the night. And I'm thinking past this round, even for, for that comment. But
2: and I, I wanna part. get on I wanna get onto that. I don't want to think about the next I don't I don't care about the next series. I just wanna Oh, I get, agree.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. We
2: need to take care of the one in front of us right yes.
0: now. Yes. Speaking of that the, the st- great game by the stars tonight absolutely wonderful best response you could have had we're still behind we don't have home ice yeah. advantage anymore we're one-to-one going into minnesota if you'd ask minnesota if they would take that they would take that every single time yeah that's exactly what you want when you start on the road so they still got the job done so starters still behind
1: otter's going home though otter is yeah, that going home. will be very interesting yeah well, we'll talk
2: about we'll get into game three here a little bit more towards the end but I want to talk about the third member of that Ben line uh, because we talked about Ben for a little bit. He, he was very good again tonight. He, I love, he looks like young Jamie Ben. He looks like 25 year old Jamie Ben out there just messing with people and shoving people. He's got a smile on his face when it looks like he's about to get punched in the face. (laughs) I I love it. He has smiles
0: on his face while getting punched in the face. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's true.
2: That is very true. But Anyways, it was a good game by him, but I really want to talk about Wyatt Johnston because I, I, I don't know how about you guys I, I can't believe
1: he hasn't scored yet, man. That <laughs> is my thing right there. That's, that's the he thing. has been amazing. He has, had,
2: he has had two great games and he has been absolutely quiet just because he's not he just not uh, converting on his chances. That's first uh, I don't one of the Dodonov goals. He, he that should have been his goal, right? Yeah. It just Flurry made an amazing save. save. Too, yes, Flurry made an amazing save, and Dodonov just happened to be there. So he's he's doing everything right. He's a 19 year old. I mean, this kid is. I've never seen anything like this kid. He he may not be the flashiest player in the world, like you know the Madonna back in the the late 80s or anything like that. But boy, can he play in just about every single situation you can think of he can play on the power play he started getting time on the penalty kill he's just it, he, he's been doing absolutely excellent and this might be a hot take but I think he's going to explode when he goes to Minnesota he's going to get a couple of goals in the next two games
0: yeah he has the most shots for the entire Dallas Stars five shots for Wyatt Johnston yeah he he's due for some and he still gets an assist as well and a garbage penalty call Whatever. Both of the penalties that have been against him in this series have been awful. Yeah, pretty weak. But one more guy we need to talk about, the guy slotting in, Yoel Kiviranta. Fantastic. What a playoff player. Yeah. So the assist on the first, hence, goal, fantastic. I mean, first of all, he he is a forward that is not starting in the series, and he's put up their first thing on the penalty kill. That's an amazing thing right there. That tells you all you need to know about Yoel Kiviranta, and then an amazing play. And he's throwing the body around all night. He led the Stars with six hits, Yoel Kiviranta. So yeah, yeah. And, and the dude I thought was fantastic.
1: I thought the best part of his game was on the penalty kill tonight. I mean, that Agreed. the the pass up to hens is great and all, but even just in the own in his own zone, he was deflecting pucks out of the way. He's knocking down passes. He looked awesome.
0: Him and Fox were fantastic on the penalty kill tonight.
1: Isn't it
2: nice to have somebody like him as the quote unquote thirteenth forward? Yeah, very <laughs> nice. it he he's very much like Hanley in that way, but he's he's a much more reliable forward than Joel Hanley is on the defensive side. So it, he he played excellent tonight. I agree with you. It he he is just like the perfect bottom six forward that plays for this team, and he was drafted by this team. So I I only hope, but good things for him and. He'll get a he'll get a big goal sometime during this series, or maybe the next one if we get past this series. But he'll have a big goal at some point. Um, another big storyline into uh, tonight's game is I want to talk about it briefly because I, I was very shocked uh, about this. But the decision by Dean Evanson, the head coach of the Minnesota Wild, to go ahead and start Mark Andre Fleury instead of Philip Gustafson, and it's and here's the thing, it's nothing against Mark Andre Fleury. He's a great goaltender, and I think the Stars still would have won this game with Gustafson in the net either way. But there were a couple of questionable goals that he gave up, and I don't understand the decision to go with Flurry after the game Gustafson had. Gustafson was flat-out excellent. He, he won the longest game in Minnesota Wild playoff history. I mean, that's a weird decision by Dean Eveson to do that, correct?
1: yeah that's stupid a, a little I, the The only thing i would say is that they've been doing it all season long and i agree things change once you get to the playoffs but like it, it it's what's been working for them going down the stretch and the back half of the season and they were just going to try to stick with it and with that performance i we're likely not going to see flurry for the rest of the series
2: we won't i highly doubt that we will see flurry unless unless gustafson gets hurt
0: I mean, I was, I was especially shocked that he wasn't pulled after the fourth star's goal. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you're still kind of in the game. I feel like change something up. It was still the first half of the second period. Don't know why he wasn't pulled then. It it makes me curious as to if Gustafson was actually just wore out by that game, maybe injured, maybe pulled something. I mean, I'm going to start the rumor mill here. I'm going to say it, but I don't know who doesn't pull Fleury after that fourth goal. He was atrocious.
2: Hey, guys, it's Ryan here. It's NBA playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on all the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every game during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA team. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.ma.org. In New York, call 877-8HOPENY or text HOPENY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. He's still Mark Andre Fleury. You, you give him a chance. He's he's a he's a he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Like first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. You give him a chance and. He was given a chance. I mean, his team gave him a chance. They were only down by one goal, and then he gave up three more. Now, not all of them were his fault, but again, he had at least two goals that I'm kind of like, eh. okay, yeah, the, the, the the rope hands breakaway goal where he tried to poke check, and then the one where he was standing up and Jamie Ben scores five hole. that 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 was a little a a little strange and again i'm not saying that the stars would have lost this game if gustafson had started this game i still think they would have won based off of how they played but i I mean i don't know just a thought
0: just dumb you want who else is dumb uh ryan reeves had a fantastic night tonight for the minnesota (laughs) wild check out these stats zero goals zero assists 12 penalty minutes and the lowest of any player tonight, eight minutes time on ice. Man. That guy Difference was maker. rocking. Difference maker right there. Playoff guy.
2: What about Ma- what about Matt Dumba, the superstar? Is Matt Dumba the superstar? How
1: what are I, his stats at?
0: He was good tonight. Steve. Yeah, he actually he, plays he's a played lot. two really he, good. He actually games. does
1: play really good, but like he doesn't score a lot. So had, not superstar, he, but plays a lot.
0: He had an assist tonight. He was a plus one and he played twenty one minutes. Dumbo was very good. Very unfortunate for Stars okay. fans. We want him to suck. You want to know who else was very good for the Minnesota Wild? Kirill Kaprizov. Zero goals. Zero assists. Minus two. 12 penalty minutes. Great guy. Really love that. And if he wants to fight Max Domi, I say we let him. Do it. <laughs> Go do it. I don't you care. Know,
2: so, you, you know, I'm, I'm just surprised with the amount of – uh misconduct that they, they were just handing out. It's just like they handed out a couple and then they were just like, we're just tired of dealing with everybody. Just go everyone go. To the, go.
1: everyone go
0: to the locker room.
2: <laughs> Oprah here, you get a misconduct and you get a misconduct and you get a misconduct. Everybody uh, gets misconduct.
0: I was honestly very happy about that. I mean, y- you saw the, the fourth line of the wild getting played maybe. a lot more in the third period and boy do I wonder why. I mean they all they're trying to do is rile something up. So and that's that's I'm, why Reeves I'm, got the 10 minute misconduct so i obviously try to do something i'm very Mm -hmm. glad there was a short short fuse on that 10 minute misconduct when the game was obviously over by the refs so i'm I'm glad that was taken care of
2: another big thing in the game tonight we and we have neglected to talk about if the stars are going to win games in the playoffs you got to take advantage on special teams and not only did they take advantage on special teams on the power play tonight like they did in the last game last game, I guess, was kind of mixed because they, yeah, they had two goals. they still really and then, good, but... But they didn't get the goal when they needed it in the third period when they They're had it. The but anyways, that was game one. Tonight, they had a lot of good opportunities on the power play. They took advantage of when they had it. And even on the the shorthanded goal by Ropey Hintz. So, I mean, the Stars, both ways, they take advantage and they score goals.
0: Yeah, and that's why this rough-and-tumble style that the Wild are obviously trying to play against the Stars... It's going to be kind of interesting because the wild special team sucks. <laughs> they are not good.
1: <laughs> if if we can keep the refs calling things instead of letting it go more and it becomes a special team stool. I mean, the stars are going to blow them out of the water like they did tonight.
0: Yeah. So we'll take that all day long. The,
1: now I want to
2: get into this too, because this is a decent segue into this. How have y'all liked the, or not liked the officiating in the first two games of the playoffs? Because Here's here's my thing, in in both games, the refs inserted themselves into the game and they managed the game, they they themselves did, and I don't like the the amount of penalties that are being called. I mean, I I, know, I understand that they're trying to call it tight, and it's the beginning of the playoffs, and they're trying to make sure that the players understand that they just it doesn't matter if it's playoff that they can't just get away with anything. But at some point, you just got to let them play.
0: The I, I don't agree with that. The majority of the penalties were in the third period when the game was already over. So if you look at the first two periods, there's only five penalties, um, which wasn't egregious. The only thing I'm kind of upset about is that it's two games in a row when the Stars have been going downhill in the second period. And then there's a ticky tacky foul called against the against Stars. Them, yeah. And that's the second game in a row that it's happened. The exact same way. Stars are going downhill. Well, you get a penalty. They score and they're right back in the game. That's what I'm more frustrated about. The hook from, or the hold from Yanni Hawkenpaw, that has not been a penalty either of these games. And it all of a sudden is. That's, I mean, it needs to be called consistently. I'm fine with the rest of the penalties pretty much. I did not like the Yanni one. I did not like the Wyatt Johnson hooking one. Those were pretty ridiculous.
1: For, for the most part, I'm not too upset at the officiating. I mean, Game one, the second period was awful that was that was like the worst officiated period I've ever seen, but outside of the second period, I thought the refing was fine. so take that how you will, but
0: yeah I don't think it's terrible. I think it's good enough. I don't think it's great though. <laughs>
2: I just think there were some stupid, stupid calls, even in the third period. Like, uh, All e- I
0: want is consistency the- there. I mean, just don't call the touch fouls, call the obvious ones, or call all the touch fouls. It's just yeah. not consistent.
1: I-, I feel like more of the third period ones were really just them trying, yeah, those were trying to, to, to not the let game. the game just blow up and become a line brawl. I,
2: Which I-, I guess they'd managed it okay considering that nothing happened too major, but still. I mean, the it, like, like the 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 Frederick Goudreau tripping call that he got called against again on Mason Marchment. He barely tapped Marchment, and I know Mar- Marchment probably
1: sold it a little bit, but like, like, dude, like, really, like, that, don't that, call that. That was the softest one against the Wild all night long, though.
0: Yeah, the Stars have had three of those called on us this series already, so it was yeah. about time that we and, got one. And and
1: also the Ryan Reeves slashing is totally to just stop him from. Trying to rile everyone up. Yeah, that's that's, that's exactly what that penalty
0: is. That was not. That's not normally going to be a penalty. But the game was already over, and it was Ryan Reeves doing it. So,
2: and wasn't he trying to start something with Miro in no, that Yeah, that's what.
0: Miller. That's what the penalty was. That's
2: what I thought it was. I thought he was slashing Miro. Is Miller? It was Miller. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was Miller. He was trying to. Okay. Well, either either way, it. I I, I think the officiating could be better. And you know, it just, can always just. Be uh, a quick side note, James. You want to tell you want to tell everybody what we were talking about right before we came on.
1: I don't have that great of a memory, Ryan. The Canes, the Kane series. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Really? the Kane series. Oh goodness, penalty or power plays were six to to nothing to for the Canes in an overtime game.
0: Yeah, that's just a statistical anomaly. That's a statistical improbability.
1: The, the The worst part is, is that there's a high sticking on the final play of yeah, the game that they can't score called. on. That wasn't called. Yikes. Okay.
0: NHL <laughs> officials have had a rough go these first two games. I'd say it's pretty not, yikes.
2: Now, the the only thing is, is we didn't watch the game. So if yeah. they're tr- if they're just calling the game and calling what they see. Other than that last play, James, I agree with you. That should have been called. It's, it's all right over Twitter all right, right on now. Man. It's right in front of the, both refs, the linesman and the referee. And, and I mean, the linesman can't do anything about it, but the ref could have easily called that. Um, and then. Uh, the the likelihood, likelihood he, that maybe, Carolina
0: went the entire game without committing a penalty. is right, just Right. Especially so with the style
2: not. they
1: play.
0: That, yeah, that's, that's what I said. That's
1: checking. what I said to that's dad cool while I was sitting on the bench. It's like, I know the Carolina Hurricanes did not just play a perfectly clean, like 70-minute game. I know that didn't happen. <laughs> uh,
2: Chris, uh, a closet Kaniac. Eric saying canes are not getting past round two, Chris. Dot 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 dot
0: dot. Yeah, I mean, they're only up two-nothing in the series. Why would we think they would get past the first round? Sure.
2: <laughs> Okay,
0: um, let's talk about Friday.
2: Yep, let's. I, I think we've kind of we've talked about anything and everything we could with this game. So let's talk about Friday a little bit. Um, what do we want to talk about specifically going into this hostile environment? Because it is well, other than the cheering section for Jay Gottinger, which is probably going to be like two thousand strong, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but what do the stars need to do? Do they need to change the way they played? Uh at home compared to the way they're gonna they might do on on the road do they need to change it
0: no no i mean we like playing on the road we had a better record on the road um otter obviously loves playing on the road The what you need to do is you need to do what you did tonight you have to start strong if you let the building get rolling you let the wild feed off that energy i mean you saw what the stars did with that energy in the second period i mean they just rode that wave all the way to four goals that can happen the exact same way to you in Minnesota. So mm-hmm. y- you got to start strong. You can't start the way you did that you started the first game.
1: Well,
2: he- here's the thing. And Maybe this is a terrible way to think about it, but maybe you wait to see how they react. If they come out and they're extremely hesitant, like the stars were in game one, because the first period the stars were very hesitant and had a lot of nerves and did not start the game. Well, that's probably why they lost the game in, and- in some part, but if they come out, if they come out hesitant, Minnesota comes out hesitant. Do the Stars jump on that, or do they wait to see how they do? And maybe I if think- the, if Minnesota is just going all full north towards Jay Cottinger, do they just try to suppress the storm and survive until the pressure kind of releases?
0: No, that's a stupid idea. No matter what, <laughs> you should never let somebody else impose their will upon you.
1: And that's that's not what the wild are gonna do anyway, though. That's not what the that's not what their team does. They they are very much supposed to be a defensive team. This game, obviously, we made them play our game all night long. I mean, yeah. it's game in seven three. So yeah. that's not how they want to play. They want to play the three two game like on Monday night.
0: For sure.
2: Who's gonna be the big player out of the game on Friday? Jake Ottinger. I agree. I, I think he's going to have to be the star's best player. He he didn't get overtaxed today. He made some, he, he did make some really pretty good saves. Uh, nothing monstrous like he did in game one, game one, he was ridiculously good, uh, but he does get the win tonight. And I th- really think he's going to have to be the star's best player in game three and in game four, in order for them to have any chance I mean, I mean, I expect winning one be, or both of those games. I expect
1: them to be anyway, though.
0: Yeah that's expected in my opinion for, for forwards i'll call out uh robo i think he's due for something coming he, i think he's still trying to figure it out i mean remember he's only played one one playoff series before in his career so he's still kind of figuring out what's going on i, I think he's going to get it figured out i think you watched i think he watched rope A. I think more eyes are going to be drawn to rope A, and that's going to give some more room for robo to do some magic
1: yeah, and he definitely looked better in this one. I mean, he was doing a lot more of his little plays where he sets people up, he gets out of the zone. I mean, lots of little stuff like that that we saw in this game that we did not see at all Monday night. Agreed. So
2: I if I am understanding correctly, rope hints I just checked this because someone over in the comment section asked about it. Uh, Rope Hintz is currently leading the NHL in points in the playoffs. He's got five. Guess who's number two?
0: Probably Connor McDavid. Miro oh, Hayeskin. Oh, oh, right. Hayeskin had a big night four point yep. night.
2: And Crazy Rope is
0: quiet, huge night.
2: <laughs> yeah. And Rope is also currently leading the NHL in goal scoring right now. No surprise yeah, there. I hope so.
1: I mean, four yeah, goals. you get a hat trick, you better.
2: <laughs> four goals in two games, guys. Um, uh, anything else we need to talk about? I think that's it.
0: Great game. Uh, I I guess you still can't buy into the wilds shenanigans. We did a good job of avoiding it for the most part in the first two periods. The third period game was over. We'll throw our hands up, whatever. But you, you, you can't let you can't let Dumba and Reeves do their garbage stuff. You have to leave them alone. You have to go score goals. And that's what they did tonight. That's what Ben did tonight. Ben, did, we mentioned that specifically last podcast that Ben can't buy into it. He didn't do that he was fantastic. We might not even see Reeves in the next game. I mean, with only eight minutes and 12 penalty minutes. Yeah, that's next. pretty bad.
1: No, we, we, well, he's going to be in. Coach now. looked pretty pissed, too, so.
0: I agree. He'll probably be in the <laughs> game just because his name is Ryan Reeves. But, man, he sucked.
2: Oh, you know what? And shout out to uh Ballet Sports Southwest. a are very oh, rare. Man. Ballet Sports mm-hmm. West, Southwest uh W here. James actually put this on, uh showed me this. Uh, it's a, a a picture of Dean Evans, and he was obviously hot and just trying to keep in his anger. And he's just looking around. And the the tweet says, "Want to get away?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, very rare. ballet Support Southwest W. I'll give him a shout out when we can. So, okay, anything else, guys? All good. Okay, uh, game starts again at eight fifty. In uh, Minnesota, at the XL Energy Center, we will be live with you guys after the game, like always. And uh, once again, we appreciate you guys listening. There are 32 people who are listening to this live right now. That is absolutely crazy. We appreciate you guys who are listening live. Those of you that are listening afterwards, we appreciate you too. Y'all are like the normal people who go to bed at a reasonable time. Um, but we thank you guys as well. And if you like anything that you're hearing, please consider uh, leaving a review anywhere you listen to your podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, comment, like, subscribe, all that jazz. And as always, if you'd like to support us in what we do, the best thing you can do, go to sarcastic and buy some merch there. That's the best way to support us. By the way, I did not wear any jersey tonight like I did last night or on Monday night. I wore my Sarcastic remarks shirt. We won. So guess what I'm going to wear on Friday? L- my cats like a Mark shirt. So let's go, Stars. Along with Chris and along with James, my name is Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. We hope you guys have a good, fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you guys are listening. Chris, take us out, please.
0: One down. GG, boys.
2: 15 to go.